Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. And we're back. Part two, talking to Chris Mead, co-founder of CrossNet, about going into big box retail and all the little nuances. So why don't you tell us what it was like your first time going into big box retail? And we'll just say big box retail as being sort of a wholesale order with more than one location and what you learned there versus how you do things today. Yeah. um, So one lesson I always have for people is... Do not, I would suggest in my opinion, do not go into big box or at least wholesalers if you don't have the demand for your product. Um, I almost really ruined a relationship with a huge retailer. Uh, I'll get specifics. It was a, a company called Shields. They have about 32 or 34 locations these days out in the Midwest. And we got a, we got an order because I begged the buyer over LinkedIn. Hey, please, like two, two stores. Just give me two stores, right? And the units didn't move for like six months. Never heard back, thought we were never going to get another order again. Uh, and then finally, our, our social media marketing like picked up and the units flew off the shelf, thank God. But one lesson I always tell people is if you do not have the demand for your product right now and you're not moving enough on your own website, don't think that the retailers are going to be your saving grace because you could like just butcher that relationship before you even have like an optimum chance with them. So that's always one lesson I suggest. And then another is when you are talking to these buyers, you really got to be firm with your pricing. As much as like you just want to get into the store, you could end up finding that you're working for free almost at some times or that the margins are just not optimal when they're taking away from your direct to consumer business. So set your optimal margins, really look at everything from import costs to marketing costs to like production and packaging costs, then get that flat rate. And stay firm unless it's really going to be a huge sale that will like move your company. Yeah. And that's how I always looked at wholesale was you, there are a million other things that you can negotiate on your payment terms, your spot in the flyer, and you don't have to negotiate on the price. Say, well, are you, do you have access to inventory in your upcoming flyers? Can we get a, a newsletter promotion? Can we get featured at the top of the collection? And all of that will will give, help you move more units. But the other mistake that I made and that I think a lot of others make is you look at retail as a as a marketing channel, but really it's a distribution channel. Mm-hmm. Promotions promote and distribution distributes. And they're two separate things. Even going through a large distributor that can get you into the big box retails, retailers don't think that they're going to put you on the shelves and move that product because they're so far removed. It's the sales reps want to sell what they know they'll get commission on, which may be either something with a spiff or that constantly sells through. And a lot of times it's more order taking than selling. So you still have to go in and do that work. It's not just a guaranteed thing that will keep generating your, your business more and more, more and more revenue. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like uh, that's what we used to think was, oh, we're in Walmart. This is, the units will sell themselves. But like, that's not the case. You need to be putting marketing dollars into it. You need to be working with the buyers to build promotions and collaborations, trying to get those end caps. Uh, and if they don't move, then you just lost that relationship. You'll probably never get an order again. And then you damn better be ready to find ways to make it move on your own website. I know you've shared it a couple of times, but how has your packaging changed going into retail versus direct to consumer? 
Yeah, dude. So when we first started, we had these shitty black boxes. Like they were okay. I made them in Photoshop and <laughs> they, they were sufficient, right? But then we started like actually looking at them. Like we found them on a store. Like we went to a store and we saw a cross in it and it's a great feeling. Oh, like never, never gets old. But we were looking at our product packaging compared to others and we're like, wow, we need to step this shit up. Like it just does not do any justice to try to help the sale. Uh, I think of it for our game, right? It's almost like two feet long, like a six inches like tall. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's a pretty good chunk of real estate that we get in the store. So we invested a, a good good chunk of change to get the whole box redesigned. We have like a QR code now, and people are more QR code friendly than ever. Like to scan to learn how to play the game inside the store, so they can look at the box and scan and learn how to play. Uh, the brand new yellow packaging, if you haven't seen it, it's absolutely beautiful. So really happy our team got that done. It is, and it reminded me of what, in my opinion, is the best packaging there is, which is Lodge Cast Iron. Just timeless, clearly shows what the product does, will look good from afar. It's different, though, because your packaging in stores really like your website, except it's a lot more expensive to make changes yeah. to packaging once you once you ship it out. Absolutely, dude. Like, we're, we're going through this right now. We want to put some new, like, flyers in, right, into some of the mm-hmm. boxes that, like, just kind of help, like, get some uh, reviews on the website. But we already have 40,000 in production that like that are all packed up, ready to be shipped. So we'd have to go pay China to unbox them, to print it again. Like there's stuff that I want to do now that honestly won't be won't be able to happen until <laughs> this time next year, just because of all the production that we've already done. And it's like it's funny because everyone means well, but unless you've done it, you and this goes for myself as well. But you'll say something really friendly like why don't you just put in a, a little pamphlet of leave a review or something? And it's a great idea, but they don't realize that all of these packages now need to be taken apart, put back together, repalletized, and then re-ready to ship out. It's yeah. it's not that easy. No, it's a nightmare. Absolute nightmare. So uh, anything that we want in the boxes probably will take at least 8 to 12 months at this rate. Yeah, which in the packaging itself is an ingredient in the product Yeah, that you just don't think of because you can't really just sell a bag of parts. It needs to be in the package and ready to go. Exactly. All right, Chris. Well, thanks so much for stopping by for a couple of episodes of Pit Stop. Where can people find you? What are you working on? And what would just make your day if people did for you? Yeah, man. Uh, well, definitely check out CurlSnet. Uh, I think even if you're not a volleyball player, which I'm not, it's just a good time. Whether you're at the beach, the park, inside. Uh, it's fun to spike the ball in your friend's face. Like that will never get old. So check out CrossNet. No. Uh, if you want to follow me, uh, you could follow me on LinkedIn. That's probably where I'm the most active at. So just Chris Mead. Um, if you're interested in e-commerce wholesale, I actually just started consulting. No plug. But if you are interested, hit me up. I'm always down to talk shop. And yeah, just just keep going. Like you never know what the hell is going to happen. We're, we're super lucky. Like just keep doubling down and trusting yourself. And maybe you'll have an awesome brand one day. Absolutely. And it's, it's harder than you think, but it happens faster than you think too. Like exactly. three years, let, let's lessen time going to university and look yeah. at how much you've accomplished. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. With 70,000 customers around the world and hundreds of five-star reviews, It's no wonder why so many businesses choose OmniSend for their marketing automation. Here's a review from the Shopify app store that I think said it better than I could of myself. Honestly, I don't think there's anything this app can't do when it comes to email automation marketing. 
I haven't been with him long, but it seems like whenever I try to do something a little bit more complex, Omniscient has the capability to do it. Their support is incredible. Thanks, Kara. I'm so happy that I chose this app over all the others. You won't be disappointed. Head to Omnisend.com and see for yourself why so many brands love Omnisend. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to TripleWhale.com and sign up today.